Welcome to another episode of Tiffany's Titillating Talks. Today is a bit of a special episode. Usually you hear me talk about my musings and the things that are on my mind, but today I thought I would share with you a little sneak peek into one of my small group coaching sessions. This session is on the topic of the magic of possibility and opportunity. I was doing the small group coaching session with my friend Jody Riddick, who is the Be Too Much coach. As you know, I am the Heck Yes coach. So this was a Heck Yes Be Too Much coaching session, and it was fire. So I wanted to share this with you. The conversations in the group were all just so moving and inspiring that I knew I had to share it with you. If a small group coaching session like this sounds good to you, I have a membership group that is going on. It is the Heck Yes in Love, Life, and Business membership group where we work together on opening opening ourselves up to the magic of opportunity and possibility. We work on being available for ourselves in our own life in our business life, in our relationships. We get technical too, talk about, you know, how do we build our courses? How do we do this thing? So if you're a woman in your second act, that means, you know, this podcast, this Radical Audacity podcast is for women in their second act where they've lived their lives with all their shoulds and done all the things that they are supposed to do and life feels a little bit drab and you are ready for life in technicolor, as my friend Katrina McGee likes to say. If you're ready to live life in technicolor and you would like to join a membership group that will help you with that, I have a membership group starting and we'd love to have you join. So go ahead and click in the show notes for that. Enjoy this empowering conversation. Welcome to the Radical Audacity Podcast. I'm Tiffany Kane, your host. On this podcast, you are going to meet people that walk their own path, live life on their own terms, let go of other people's rules and expectations and the shoulds in life, and instead live life in their own truth, integrity, and authenticity. This podcast will give you the inspiration you need to live your own radically audacious life. Enjoy the episode. I think this is powerful for everyone. We all need this reminder that um, we take for granted our amazingness, our uniqueness, our thing that we offer that not everybody offers the world. You know, whether it's connecting with others, whether it's your follow-up skills, whether it's your coaching skills, whether it's your, you know, there's just so many things that we take for granted that we do. And we think, well, doesn't everybody do that? And they don't. And so when somebody notices you for that, like really take it in and go, oh, okay. All right. Um, I had, I talked with David a lot about that because he's got so many skills. And when we met, he just didn't realize he just was like, well, isn't everybody like this? And I'm like, no, you're That's- like a really special guy. <laughs> this yeah. is not how most people are. So own it and take it and, and be confident in that. Yeah. 
And let me also add, because I know we're going to talk about possibility today, and also we're talking about possibility as it relates to community. The community piece is also really important when it comes to your own gift, right? I think we need to be around other people so that we can really see our own excellence. Mm -hmm. You need to see other people for lack of better phrasing, you need to see other people being mediocre, right? Mm -hmm. And not utilizing their gifts in order to understand your own. And I think it's so key. I, Unfortunately, I think a lot of entrepreneurs and, and women specifically, we tend to work siloed, right? We're working mm -hmm. by ourselves and we don't, we don't get that kind of that kind of friction, that kind of interaction with other people where we almost get to test our skills and see it reflected back to us from other people. And it, that's why I think it's so key. Like you have got to have your people around you. You've got to have your team, whether that's your family, your friends, whoever, you know, people in Facebook, a mastermind, you've got to have it because they're really going to help you both see it more, see your skill more, and then they're going to help you hone it as well. There's an exercise that I did as I was trying to hone the skill in myself. And I got it from Ashley Stahl's U-turn book. Oh, um, yeah. she, she says, you know, for a certain amount of time, maybe two weeks, have something that you write in that when somebody gives you a compliment, you write down what that compliment was. And then you start seeing a pattern of the things you're good at. Cause she was talking about for people to find their thing. What is it? And so I read her book when I was like at my, my lowest point with my day job. Right. And just thinking, you know, what is there for me? Obviously this isn't going to pan out for me, but this has been my career for 20 years. I don't know what I am outside of this. And so I started being really specific about listening carefully when people gave me feedback mm -hmm. and the feedback they gave me. And I wrote it down. So I had like a calendar that I would write down. So I know what day it happened. And I would just write down what they wrote. And, um, it would be something along the lines of, cause I, I was, I'm a coach in my job. And so they would tell me the coaching things that they appreciated and, and people were free. It wasn't like I was asking for this feedback, right? Like people would freely give this. And I started noticing how often people freely gave me this feedback. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize I was getting this feedback this often because we do brush it off. I don't, I didn't realize that when people would talk to me, these were the types of things they were saying to me. And I started seeing a pattern in what I was good at. And yes, I am good at seeing your potential and amplifying it and celebrating you and doing these things. And so that's kind of what I decided, okay, well, I'm going to lean into that because this is fun and joyful and I love doing this. So um, I think that's a really powerful exercise is to take two weeks. And when somebody gives you positive feedback, write down the exact words. What did they give you that feedback on? That's so good. And it's, I just to build on that too, even at work, like when I had a corporate job, <laughs> which you're oh, done with now six weeks ago. Um, exactly. But I used to keep a praise file because uh, clients wouldn't yeah. often, um, you know, it's always like rare when clients like bestow yes. accolades on you, but even internally, when someone sends an email to someone about something you did, like I would print it out, put it in the praise file. And here's why that's so important. Not just in corporate, but I was also doing it for my stationary business. I had before this was that, <clears throat> 
it's a file that you can go to and it feeds your soul. So you're like, when you're a little lost, you're like, you just go back there and you're like, oh yeah, I needed a little reminder about the things I put into the world that people receive and they are generous enough to play back to you as what it meant to them. And so that's one thing. And then the other thing you just touched on, I had this conversation with a client last night was celebrating yourself. We're just not in the, we're just not in that habit, right? That's yeah. a habit. That's a practice. And this client was like, was like, I got nothing. I'm like, actually you have, here's three things that we, that you just don't even see right now from our conversation. She's like, Oh, I think I'm going to have trouble with that. I was like, maybe, maybe not practice. Mm-hmm. Like let's just practice finding the things you can celebrate every day. And it doesn't have to be big at all, yep. but that's yep. the practice. And then you'll see all oh, the gifts, right? Like I, yes. that's the consistency. I love how you just said that. Mm-hmm. That's the connection from like what this person said and that person said, and then you build your own and then you start seeing your own consistency when you celebrate the things for yourself. And if you can keep them in one place where you just like go there and like, that's the bucket <laughs> of goodness, right. Of your own goodness from other people and yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's uh, very helpful. It's very helpful. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Johanna. So glad to see you guys. Yay. Um, we are talking about the magic of possibility and we were, um, we actually started the day talking about Brie and some amazing things. She just had some huge wins yesterday and being able to recognize those huge wins as being um, artifacts of, of her hard work and her putting herself out there and not just luck um, and being able to identify what that is. So um, that's what you guys joined us on. So, so good to have you guys here. So let's continue the conversation about the magic of possibility and opportunity. Hi, Johanna. So good to see you. Hey there. Yeah. So I'm going to say there are three things, three key points about possibility um, that I wanted to share today. And then specifically, I wanted to really talk with everyone on this call, like really talk about specifically about their scenario there so we can get into some of the details Mm -hmm. because I think it'd be really helpful to see examples of how this all works. So the first thing about possibility is I just want us all to remember that possibility, all of it is negotiable. Mm. And I know Tiffany, you and I talked about this a lot that as women, we don't tend to negotiate. We kind of feel like this is what came to me and you're just making a decision, yes or no. And I really feel like absolutely everything is negotiable and you want to approach it from what do I want? How does this fit into my life? How does this fit into my business? And what would work best for me? And I know that sometimes, again, for women, this can be difficult, right? Because we feel like we're being selfish. We're being self-centered because we're thinking it's all me, me, me. But in actuality, yeah, it is all you, right? Mm -hmm. It's almost like Brie, what we were saying, it is all you, right? Like that's, that's how we want you to think. And so when it comes to possibilities, you know, if somebody, if a client comes to you and says, I want to pay this, or I want this kind of package. And you're thinking maybe the price is too low. Maybe they're wanting too much in that package. I don't want to offer all of those services. You don't have to say no, you can go back to them and counter offer. And I think you'd be really surprised 
how often you can negotiate so many things. And I'm, and I'm actually going to give an example, which I think is so interesting. So prior to doing the coaching thing, I was working in corporate America, working with celebrity chefs and dealing with all their agents and all that. Right. And one of the chefs was like hard and fast. This is my price, you know, no extras, no nothing. And I was like, okay. And I would keep checking and keep checking in because I wanted to book the chef. And you know, what's so interesting is that I hit a, a moment where their child was going off to college and they were like, I need a little extra infusion of cash really quickly. Suddenly my deal looked really good. They're like, I know you, we said no before, but can we go back to that deal that you were offering? And I'm like, we sure can. Right. And all of a sudden everything became negotiable again. And I was like, I just think it's so interesting. And I think we all need to think about that. Like it may be, it may be today or this week that they're like, no, 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 but their circumstances can certainly change. And then all of a sudden they're going to be, everything is going to be back on the table. So I just Mm -hmm. want us all to kind of keep that in the back of our minds. Can I add to that a little Jody? Um, I'm listening to Jen Sincero right now. Her, uh, we are, you are a badass at making money or whatever the name of the book is. And she just told a story about um, one of her books getting picked up for a TV series deal. And she was very excited about it. And most of the negotiations were very good, but there was a particular point she was not willing to budge on. And they were insisting that she did budge on that. And so she said, well, I am going to trust the universe that this uh, series is going to get made. And if it's not made by you, it'll be made by somebody else. And this particular point is very important to me. I am not willing to budge on this point. And so she very kindly said, thank you. I have so much respect for you guys. I appreciate what you've done. I'm not willing to budge on this. Um, I'm going to wait for somebody that, that honors this part of my request. And she walked away from the deal. And she said, I've never been so calm. I had full trust that the universe would somehow get this made. Like this is going to happen. And the next day they came back and said, you're right. We will give you this thing you're asking for. And her show is being made. So it's that she was calm. She was like, I surrendered. I was calm. I knew that this part, she didn't go into detail about what it was that was important, but this particular thing was very important to me. And I was not willing to budge on that. And because I honored myself, I was met where I wanted to be. And let me just say, I love that so much because also, right. She was centered in her values. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so key also, when, when you are evaluating possibilities and negotiating, it's really, I mean, yes, there is your bottom line, but it's also more than that. It's your values. It's what is your bigger vision? What is your, your best self vision, right? Mm-hmm. Like what is best case scenario? You want to be thinking about those things. You don't want, you don't want to always feel like you're just kind of settling for what's there, settling for the crumbs. You want to go as big as you can get, right? You want Mm -hmm. as you're negotiating, you want to think, how good can I make this get for myself? That's what you want while sticking in your sticking to your values and what really matters to you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I wanted to add to that too. That um, 
you know, this is something I, t- I talk to my clients a lot about. It's like your belief has to be in you. That's when you can be calm. Like when your belief is in the thing or the people accepting the thing, right? When you're like, I believe this deal will go through with this particular person. When you're going dating someone, you kind of mm-hmm. put your belief in like, they're going to like me, right? There, It's like your belief has to be here. And everything you're just saying, everything you're saying, um, Jody is so spot on. And your belief coming from you, like yeah. my her belief was in her and saying, I believe my values, like you said, Jody, your your value is is strong in yourself. But when you believe in you and the thing that like you first versus even the show or the book, even, right? Like if you she just was like, I'm conspiring with the universe mm-hmm. itself. And then that belief is here and she can go anywhere. But so often people put their belief in like the deal that's going to happen. And she could have been freaking out about that and being um, compromising her values. Like you're saying, Mm -hmm. if she felt differently, but now she was strong. That's such a huge example. I love that. Love it. And, you know, this is a good segue into the second thing that I want to share about possibility. It really ties together well. I think her attitude of I'm going to let this unfold, it is, it is also that feminine energy. And I know mm-hmm. Tiffany, you and I talk about this often. I feel like possibility, you need to allow it to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like you cannot squeeze it. You cannot force it. That's not how it works. It comes to you. And I think you need to allow it to come in whatever package it arrives. Like, I think our job is always just to be on the lookout, right? Like you're looking for the options, you're looking for the possibilities, you're looking for what's going to work for you. And you're allowing those things, you're attracting those things in. And then you can decide, does this work for me? Or yes or no, or how can I tweak this? How can I revise it? How can I mold it so that it does work? And I think with Jen, she was so clear on her vision. And Janine, to your point, like on who she was and what she wanted, that she was, she knew, if not this, I will attract more or better, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not concerned with the package, what it looks like. I just, I'm clear, I'm holding the vision of, where I'm going and the bigger picture of this whole thing and the, the logistics of it, I'm not really going to be too worried about that part. Yeah. I like to talk about, um, opportunity and possibility as like magical fairies, opportunity, possibility ideas. Like they're all these little, it's magic. That's like floating in the air. There are these little, almost like beings, almost persons. And if we if we have the demeanor that invites them in, then they are so magnetized and attracted to you. That's the magic of it, right? And and it's this, it's almost like they can tell if you're closed. They're like, uh, yeah, let's go somewhere else. This isn't gonna work. Versus I am open to at least exploring these possibilities, these opportunities. And when you have that open demeanor, they just come in droves. So I have an example. I was telling Jody right before you guys came on, I set a goal for myself. I want to be published more in more articles. 
And so I joined HARO, which is help a reporter out. And I set a goal. They send insane amount of emails three times a day of all these reporters looking for stuff. And it can be a little bit overwhelming. And so I set a goal for myself that one time a day, I was going to look at one of those emails and I was going to respond back to one of them with the hopes that, you know, every couple of weeks, a reporter would be like, yes, we'd love to quote you for our article. So I've been doing it for two days. And for each of those two days, I got a positive response back on my proposal. And each of those are big projects, not we'd like to quote you for our article, but we would like to feature you in our magazine. And it would be a two to three article feature that could also um, would be featured in our magazine and also go over to BuzzFeed. I was like, both of them got picked up in two days. I responded to one (laughs) on Wednesday, one on Thursday, because I joined Haro on Tuesday. And I was like, well, Thank you, possibility and opportunity. Um, I think I'm going to put a pause for a moment and (laughs) focus on these two that came because I don't know if I can keep doing this every single day. (laughs) But it's just when you put it out there and you say, I'm open for it. I'm just going to try. We're just going to see where this goes. I think it could be fun. There was no, I'm responding to this. And if I don't get it, I'll never try again. It was, this can be fun. Let's try it out. and. Dang, (laughs) it's pretty cool. So when I get off the phone with you guys, I am joining, I'm doing an interview for the magazine article. So that's awesome. So good. (laughs) Kind of crazy. So good. Okay. And can I also add one thing that I really love, Tiffany, that you were doing as it relates to possibility, you are making and holding space for the bigness and the greatness of the possibilities, right? Like you're not just trying to squeeze in all the small ones. You actually left space. So, oh, if this gets really big, you still have time and energy in your schedule and in your life in order to handle it, right? Like you didn't fill in your whole, I know you're busy because I've seen your to-do list, um, but <laughs> but I know that when these opportunities are coming, you're not, you're not so frantic, right? Like your schedule is not like that. You are seeing the possibility and you are like carving out space. Like, oh, this is actually bigger than I thought. You're not trying to cut it up and make it smaller. You're going with how big mm-hmm. it is. And you're allowing space for it to even expand even bigger. And I think that is huge. It is. It is. I appreciate you for seeing that. And I, you said something beautiful that I think is a, a powerful thing for everyone. And I'd love to hear you guys' feedback because we've been talking for a long time. So we'd love to hear from you guys. But this idea of it can be what you asked for or better. And oftentimes it doesn't look like what you asked for. And sometimes when it doesn't look like what we asked for, we can go, oh no, I, I, that wasn't what I asked for. But when you really think about it, you're like, God, that was like way better than I asked for. So I know each of you have a situation like that. I'd love to hear your situation where you asked for something and got better. It looked very different, but you got better than what you asked for. And if you can't think of anything, off the top of your head, what is something that you want that you would like to put out there in the universe? So who'd like to start? 
Yay, Johanna. Hi. Um, can you hear me okay? Yes. yes. Okay, great. Um, so for me, I was like, I would really love to cook better. Like I was like, you know, uh, I just would really like to learn how, but I was always like squeamish. And I was like that, that person that lights everything on fire. Yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> and then um, I had a, a friend gift me a class out of the blue and it was for a culinary class. And I was like, okay, um, yeah, I mean, thanks for dropping the hint, friend. But I clearly <laughs> need some help. And then um, I actually made friends with the chef that was teaching the class. And he was like, oh, you should join our culinary program. And about mm, six months after that, I ended up going to culinary school. Um, so yeah, and I have my associates in culinary arts because I took one class and I was just, I got way more than I expected. Like I was just like, huh, I would really like to cook better. Johanna, <laughs> that is a whole like way, way bigger than I thought. Okay. Yeah. Talking about asking the universe for or better, that is really <laughs> or better. Yeah. That is beautiful. And it's an art form. You're an artist. Yeah. And cooking yeah. is an absolute art form. It's like art and science combined. And yeah. it's one of those joyful art forms that creates community where mm -hmm. people come together to enjoy your food and they create memories around your food. It's so powerful. So it totally yeah. fits who you are. God, that's a gorgeous example. It's beautiful. It's amazing. I'm like blown away right now. <laughs> <laughs> we know where to go for a good dinner, right? Like, uh huh. You know, yes. Yeah. I'm getting hungry just <laughs> thinking about it. So, what is your favorite thing to cook? Um. Well, I, for dietary reasons, had to switch over to gluten free. So I like to make. I have to make everything mostly from scratch now, anyway. Which is like, I'm really glad <laughs> in hindsight that like, I went through culinary school um, because I I know how to like make my own homemade like pasta. I love. I love Italian food. I'm like, <laughs> I had to be gluten-free. <laughs> I was like, really? Um, but yeah, I I would probably say homemade Alfredo sauce because it's just not the same. Ooh. Like when no. you get it in a can or a jar, no, you know, it's just it's not, not the same not. quality. Wow, Johanna. Okay, so you've got several gluten-free people here that um, would love to taste your cooking. <laughs> Speaking for a friend. <laughs> Even those of us who aren't gluten-free would welcome the taste. <laughs> exactly. I think this is, this. there are so many things we can unpack in this, Johanna, this example of, um, A, you didn't limit yourself to your previous skill set. You know, mm -hmm. we often can get really stuck in the, I am not a good cook. I am not good with money. I am not good at business. I am not good at you know, X, Y, Z. So many of us have that I'm not good at label in our head. In fact, I was just talking about this to David last night of when I was in elementary school, I loved science. And in fact, I won fifth and sixth grade. I won the school science fair and I went on to the county science fair and I loved science. But somehow in middle school and high school, I got the message that I wasn't good at science and I kind of let that part of myself go. And it's so sad how we get these messages and then we kind of hang on to them. And I was like, I don't understand why I have that message in my head. I actually love science. You know, there's a site called I fucking love science. And I'm like, I do. 
I really do. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is like, I mean, he's hot. So um, you did not allow yourself to stay. Well, I'm not good at cooking. So, oh, well, you said, okay, I tend to burn things. I think I'd like to get better. And universe said, okay, here's a gift. And you didn't go, how dare you? I'm never going to use this. You went, all right, let me try it out. And then when you went with that great open attitude, you became friends with the chef and the chef saw this gift inside you and said, we'd love for you to explore this more. And so it was like, because you were open, it's your openness, right? And we were talking about this earlier today before you came on of it's not luck. It's not happenstance. It's because of who you are, like your openness, your willingness, your curiosity, your passion, those things that drive you. Other people see that and they're drawn to that. And they, because of that, all of these possibilities and opportunities open up to you. And I would also add that I think sometimes for people, the difficulty with lots of options and possibilities is that they can't see themselves evolving and becoming the person who's going bigger and see by going to culinary school, right? You actually were able to evolve into a different identity, to mm-hmm. see yourself as that person who could go to school like that that woman who is can actually like truly cook, you were able to see that, to have that vision and hold it for yourself. And I think that's challenging for a lot of people, right? The, the, the big possibilities might scare them a bit because they know they have to change. They have to become somebody else in order to step in to the bigness of the more that the universe presented. Mm. I love this. I've decided I'm going to use this as a bonus episode on my podcast because I am getting chills as we're talking. I am loving this so much and I want to share it with as many people as possible. This is so fantastic. Okay. Who else wants to share? I I, I literally was just unmuting to say, you guys are jazzing me up right now. (laughs) (laughs) I love this conversation. It's like, I love it. Um, no, I don't, I don't want to take anybody else's time. I feel like I talked a lot, so go. But I just wanted to say that this is getting me so excited and I'll share in a few minutes. Okay, go for it, Bree. Um, I was going to, I mean, it's a similar story and I have you to thank for that. Uh, thought, what am I going to do? And I was really in a bad space because I had just come out of the hospital and I'd had really bad prognosis and different things. And I sat And I recently posted about this. I just sat there frozen, not able to make plans, not able to look forward, couldn't even plan the next day because I just didn't know if I would even be there for it. And it really stuck. It made me feel so stuck. I couldn't, I couldn't think ahead. And I, at some point decided, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to live and make plans and do what I want to do. And the first thought that came to my mind is what is something that I want to do? That's really, really fun is I want to have a podcast. And then I, things started to come to me and Tiffany came to me. And so then I did a podcast and I took her course and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then more things came from that. And Tiffany did see the things that I had and the gifts that I had. And now look at me. I mean, just, it's incredible. And I absolutely love what I'm doing and I'm getting pushed even farther forward because 
I now have this amazing connection with Jody. Thank you very much. You're over here to me. You're right there. So thank you. <laughs> and um, and I don't, and none of that would have been possible if you'd asked me a year ago or the, you know, when I got out of the hospital, I would never have thought that. And I do feel lucky and I'm not gonna feel lucky anymore. I'm gonna feel like I own it and I earned it and that I have a great gift to share. So I because I can't say that anymore. Jody told me I'm not allowed to say that. So I gotta not say that. <laughs> She can told we, me I can't. <laughs> can we dig in a little deeper into exactly what you have built for yourself in these last few months? Uh, yeah. And, and I am saying business. what you have <laughs> built for yourself in these last few yeah, months. An entire business that I am absolutely dedicated and loving doing. I spend a lot of time working really, really hard, uh, making sure that what I'm giving to my clients is the best quality that I can give them. So um, not just creating posts and posting things or working with different people and making them feel like they are part of a community, whether that be from the posts I'm doing or the comments I'm replying to or the personal interactions. I think that all comes together as a, as a whole and that's what makes the difference. But I put hours of research in everything that I do and I want to make sure that what I'm giving them is this amazing package. Um, and I, I was telling Jody earlier, I love when I hear the words, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have you doing this for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know where I would be. That like is like that little cherry on the top that I really strive for, that I want them to know that, you know, that, that, that it's amazing and it's above and beyond. And that I'm also working on trying to make sure that I have that in a, more timely fashion. Um, so I'm not working from seven in the morning until 11 at night. That's what, <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm doing seven days a week right now. So, but it's, it's given me this incredible business and I'm having, I was telling Tiffany, I had a, a person that I had on my podcast. Um, she was on in, I believe her episode came out in February, if I can remember correctly. And she reached out to me and said, Hey, she has a podcast. She's like, I want you to interview me on my podcast. I was like, what? And I was like, that's amazing. And I absolutely loved having her on the show. She was fantastic. Her name is Lala the Snack Luscious. And she is a drag queen here in St. Paul, Minnesota. And she owns a media company. She's got a book that's on Amazon now that just came out, was published in February. And she's also on a TV show. So and she picked me to interview her on her show. And that gave me like a bit of validation. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm getting better and doing this right. So I feel really good about that. I'm excited. I just, I was so honored when she asked me today. So that was a big thing for me. I'm so proud of you. You started an entire business in just the last few months doing something mm -hmm. that you love because you opened yourself up. And I know what I saw in you was passion service, like the way you serve the community. Um, it, it was a no brainer for me to say, Oh, Brie, would you please come help manage my, my Facebook communities? Because I don't do a very good job at it. And I think <laughs> one of the, the great things that we can do is ask for help. It's one of the hardest mm -hmm. things to do. And it's, and it's one of the most important things that we can do. And, um, there was one day when I was very overwhelmed when all that there was to do. And I sat on the couch and I'm like, I just don't know how to do it all, David. And he said, I am calling Bree right now. <laughs> we are hiring her today. And I am so very, very thankful 
because we had talked to you about doing it. We just weren't sure when we were going to start. And we decided it was an investment we needed to make. And we've been so pleased with you that I sing your praises to everyone I know. And um, it wouldn't happen if you didn't serve so beautifully in, in such an authentic, wholehearted, intelligent, compassionate way. And um, you are definitely a beautiful example of somebody that is open to the magic of possibility and opportunity. Sure. I am in there now. I got a Tiffany and a Jody on each shoulder now. So I am ready to crush it. Okay. Well, which one is the angel and which one? No, I'm just kidding. I ain't saying that. Don't, <laughs> don't put me on the spot. I ain't saying that. Uh-uh. That's not happening. <laughs> Janine, go ahead and share your magic. Sure. Everyone's so inspiring on this call. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, I think, Jody, you were saying being open to receive and more. Right. Was it Jody or Tiffany? Now I can't remember. Um, both of us, but both of you saying and more. And I love that addition because we, first of all, we have to be specific about what we want, but it's a good reminder for me right now. Cause I'm kind of in that mode of like creating and being open to receiving, like I'm revamping my program and I'm shifting some things around and I'm tweaking who I'm talking to, but I'm also be staying wide open to what I want to receive. And, um, trying to be specific, but I love this addition of and more because mm-hmm. you can be just be just, it just expands you. I love just saying it. So I'm going to practice that. Um, so thank you for that tip. Um, I think, I feel like the whole last year has been magical um, just from being in different spaces, um, different people's energy, different groups and learning so much to um changed the way I was thinking about everything. I mean, I just left my career. As you guys, most of you know, I just retired myself or left my 30 year career that I thought I could never leave. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't until the belief of like, wait, I think I maybe can, but still you don't know how, right? I feel like that it's that you have to detach yourself from the how, and you were talking about this with the magic and the possibilities and allowing it to unfold. Jody, I think that's such a great point that not not figuring out every single every single step. Yes, you have to have the guideposts, but the details are not mm-hmm. up to you sometimes. And I feel like this um, last year, moving from not feeling like I would be able to leave my job because I was always very much in the logical space and not allowing for the dreams to happen, where once I could do that, um, even before I left my job, the, I opened my mind to that and that brought Tiffany into mm. my life, that brought Jody into my life. Now it brings Bree into my life. And now I'm in this room with all of you being inspired in a different level. And I think, and I left my job and I'm helping women in a different way. And I'm just starting that path. Mm-hmm. I'm tweaking it, getting more specific. And now I'm just want to feel like, how can I stay there? Right? Like I'm working on my new program and I'm getting in the details and I'm like, feel myself in the how in some way, but mm-hmm. I still have to remind myself to stay open to the magic that will happen when I kind of release the how on some level, have a little bit of a guide, but don't be in the weeds on all the little tiny things. And so I feel like I'm in, I'm in the magic right now, but I have to, I love this reminder of staying, staying there. Cause we can sometimes go back to the, to the, the little, 
stuff. Yeah. You know, I get stuck yes. there. I was really yes. swirling on something over the weekend. Last weekend, I was swirling for days over something that was like, I almost called you, Tiffany. I, I wanted to just, I was just stuck in my own mind. And then I finally got over myself. And on like Tuesday, I said, all right, let me just decide. And it won't be wrong. And I'm just going to move forward confidently. And I would love a little extra, you know, sign from the universe or whatever. And um, in the last 48 hours, I was, um, I had an email from someone who I had suggested a thing to a few months ago and um, like to, to come to their community and talk about something specific. And they just reached out to me this week. Oh, hey, we were just talking about you. We would love to have you. I was like, oh, yes. And oh, then I got goodness. a networking group that started yesterday. And I was like, yes. And then um, somebody out of the blue, I got an email yesterday that said, oh, a friend of yours, so-and-so recommended you to be spotlighted in, in Shout Out LA, which is like an online thing for, you know, an online magazine where they they highlight entrepreneurs and creatives. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. So I feel like it's, I feel like in the middle of it, you feel like tingly, but still today I was like, let me do the dots of the program, (laughs) which I have to do. But when you get Mm -hmm. mired by the details, you forget that there's magic happening. Mm -hmm. So you better lift your head and see the magic and engage. Yes. That's where it's good to write it down. You had talked about keeping a file of, you know, those, those positive things people said, there's also a good idea, write down that magic, like these magical things that happen to you, these, these amazing, wow, this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened. It's really amazing. I just recorded a podcast episode that um, came out this week about being open to opportunity. And as I was thinking of all these opportunities that had come to me in just the past like two weeks, that was it. I wasn't like, you know, long time. I I had sat down. I'm just going to talk about the last few weeks in this podcast episode and writing down those things. I was like, holy guacamole. This is kind of insane. This is insane. And then I had a picture pop up in my Facebook memories, and it was of um, a book club dinner that I had done with Ashley Stahl's um, U-Turn book. And that is the book that started everything for me. And do you know when that picture was taken? One year ago, a week ago. Oh my God. So when I was sitting down to write this episode, that picture pops up and I was like, in one year. Absolutely. Everything has changed for me. And there is no way a year ago I could have sat down and said, well, I want my life to look like this. And, and these are the things I want in my life. Cause I had no idea they were even possibilities. Mm-hmm. And so we cannot even begin to imagine what is in store for us six months from now, a year from now, we can't. But what we can do is stay super open and keep expanding and keep expanding and keep expanding those opportunities. And I kind of like to think of it as, um, you know, you're in a, a closed room and, and you open the shades just a little and, and you might see a little 
piece of a tree and then you open it a little more and, oh, you see a little piece more and then you see some grass, then you see some, and then eventually you open and you realize, oh my gosh, there's an entire park and a, and there, there's a palace and there's a, a, a an amusement park and there's a water park and there's a, a forest. And you know what I mean? Like there's so much outside this window that I had no idea was there because it was closed. And I think if we can stay in that magic of, yeah, we can vision board. Yeah. We can think about these things, but what we're vision boarding is what we can actually see and imagine. There is so much that's beyond our imagination. And if we just stay open for that, now we were talking of uh, so the the visioning being open this is a really important piece but Jody and I were talking another super important piece is the proximity piece how do you put yourself in proximity so i want to show you a graphic that might help with this and this is our homework tonight um so this is going to help this next part of our conversation so we have our possibility, our opportunity. We can say, okay, what could this look like? What are some things that I might want? How, what are some ways it might present itself? So I put in some examples of things that I wanted, you know, in the beginning of my journey. I knew I wanted to do more public speaking. I knew I wanted to do some podcast guesting, and I knew I'd like to be in um, some news articles, like I'd, I'd like to get out more often with that. So those are those possibilities, those opportunities that at this moment in time, I can see and I want more of. To do that, it's nice to say I want this. We also have to put ourselves in proximity. So the feminine energy is, okay, I am open to the magic of all of this, but we need our empowered masculine to say, how am I going to put myself in proximity? Because if I'm sitting on my couch and I'm watching Netflix and I'm drinking wine. That's nice. And it's a chill out and everybody needs downtime like that. But if I'm not in addition to that, getting myself out there, then these possibilities can't find me. They need to be able to find me. So how do I put myself in proximity for these possibilities and these opportunities to find me? And so it might be, I'm interested in public speaking. So I joined a TEDx group. Well, yesterday, one of my podcast guests is like, hey, I'm in this TEDx group and this coach that leads the TEDx group is so fantastic. And he helped my friend, blah, 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 blah. And she's all, I'd, I'd like to introduce you to him. And so she just sent me an email today introducing me to this guy, right? So it's like, okay, when you say this is something that you want, then it starts snowballing, Right. Um, I'd like to podcast guest more. So I joined a podcast collab group and my first time, my first meeting I went to in that podcast collab group, I was able to collab to guest on multiple podcasts. Not only that, because I am speaking at PodFest Expo and all of that, all the coaches, there are 10 women on my women in podcasting panel. We all have a podcast we're all interviewing each other for each other's podcasts. So there's like 10 podcasts right there that I get to be on. So in an incredibly short amount of time, when I said, I really want to guest on more podcasts, I've had about a dozen opportunities open up. And then the news article, I would like, you know, 
to to get my name out there in different places. So on Wednesday, I joined Haro and you guys heard the story of what happened after that. Like my goal was one time a day, I'm going to apply. And hopefully every couple of weeks, I get my name in a news article. In the first two days that I applied, both my proposals got accepted and like, it's pretty dang cool. So how are you putting yourself in proximity? Okay. So this is a powerful combination that we really want to talk about today. You've got the feminine energy, believing in the magic, and you've got the empowered masculine. How am I putting myself out there while keeping yourself very open for things to look different? Do you feel as uplifted and empowered as I do after listening to this coaching session? Oh my goodness, it was fire. I had electricity going through my body. I was so moved by Johanna and how she realized that her journey to culinary school was really just her putting herself in proximity to possibility and all those amazing things that happened for her. And Brie was able to start her own thriving social media management business by making connections, serving her community, and staying open to possibility. And I have to say, I'm so honored to be on this journey with these women, to be able to coach these inspiring women. Would you like to be in a small group, intimate, empowered coaching setting like this? My membership group is opening up. I would love to have you there. And if the membership group sounds good, I have a very special surprise happening in June where I will be opening up a very limited seat mastermind where you will be working in a very small group with me for six months that includes a summit and a retreat to a fabulous international location and a couple other really wonderful things. So I've got all kinds of good things in the book. There is the membership group. Please click on the link in the show notes for the membership group. And if you want to get on the wait list for this very limited seat mastermind, I will not be accepting any more than 10 people. If you want this limited seat mastermind, the application is in the show notes as well. I would love to have you in on the next coaching session. I hope you guys have a beautiful day.